Let's talk right now with our girl, Katie Mox. She joins us right now. Katie, how you doing? Long time no talk. Big game for you guys coming up this weekend. The San Francisco 49ers taking on Trista's Dallas Cowboys. Let's just start there. The 49ers now four-point favorites. What are you doing in that game? I'm guessing you're probably leaning San Francisco and the fighting Brock Purdy's. Well, first of all, yes, long time no talk. Um, Definitely miss hanging with you guys, so thanks for having me on tonight. It's unfortunate that Trista and I uh, have to go against each other this weekend, but I will say, uh, give me the 49ers minus the four. (gasps) And I actually think (laughs) this should be more like minus seven or six and a half. I think this line is a little bit inflated. Because, yes, Dak Prescott did have a good game against a 45-year-old old man that really couldn't do much. Um, and I think it's just going to be a, a different animal here. So I, I love the Niners in this spot, but I'm sure Trista is uh, is going with her Cowboys. Hey, you know, as, as a Niners fan, so what ends up happening with not only Jimmy G, I'm guessing Jimmy G, they just moved on from it, was looking like they were going to do that this year anyway, but with Trey yeah. Lance, who they just took second overall two years ago, and now Brock Purdy, like let's say that they go on a little run. Maybe maybe they lose in the NFC Championship game. Maybe they lose in the Super Bowl. Maybe they win the Super Bowl, which then you have to bring him back. But are you a believer in Purdy now, and do you think he's the starting quarterback week one next year? I know it's too early to tell, but it's definitely interesting what's going on right now. I, well, You guys know I've always been the biggest Jimmy Garoppolo fan. I've been like a diehard Jimmy. I've defended him through everything. I was really excited when he came back, and you guys know too, I was not – excited about moving things around in order to get Trey Lance is the number three overall. I thought that Jimmy was our guy. And then Jimmy gets injured and enter Brock Purdy. And, uh, you know, Mr. Irrelevant turned goat slayer turned, you know, Mr. Perfect. I mean, this kid is a stud. He seems to be pretty fearless. He's a mobile quarterback. You know, he's moving and grooving. He's not afraid of anything. He's making those passes. And this offense has really opened up. Now, part of that, I think, is Kyle Shanahan kind of learned his lesson, you know, not letting his quarterbacks throw the ball. Even with Jimmy Garoppolo, he started letting him throw it a little bit more. But he seems to trust Brock Purdy through the air more than he's trusted any quarterback that I've seen since we've had uh, Kyle Shanahan. But to, to answer your question, I think that if we get as far is my little heart thinks we're going to get, which is to win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, then uh, Trey Lance is going to be looking elsewhere for a job. So let's talk about how um, you see these props going, because obviously the Niners, Katie, very, very good at stopping the run. Zeke hasn't looked great between the tackles. I think he had 25 yards rushing against Tampa Bay. And Vita Vea is very good, but I think Nick Bosa as the defensive player of the year is is going to be an even tougher task, right? Dallas has been good yeah. at stopping the run, too. How how do you see this game playing out from just like a game plan perspective? And, and where yeah. do you think there's some openings or opportunities for us to target props either on the over or the under? Well, so it's interesting that you say that. And actually, I'm going to take Brock Purdy not to throw an interception. So that's a plus 108. And yes, Dallas is the best defense that Purdy will have faced the entire time that he's been a starter. And your boys do lead the league in takeaways at 33. But based on what you just said, you know, they're not, the Cowboys are not great at stopping the run. So I feel like the Niners are just going to need Purdy to be a point guard here and just distribute this ball to his many weapons of mass destruction. And so it's going to be a lot of handing the ball off, a lot of CMC, a lot of Debo even, um, and Mitchell and all of those guys. And so I, I just don't think that he's going to have 
I don't think that he's going to be throwing the ball as much. And I do think, to your point, Dallas's clear weakness is the run defense. They rank 22nd in yards allowed per game and 17th in yards per carry allowed. So I think the Purdy is going to stay clean in this. I also like Nick Bosa to get over three and a half tackles and assists. I'm most excited in this matchup to see Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa kind of going against each other. I think it's going to be one of those anything you could do, I could do better, right? Because Micah Parsons was the favorite for a defensive player of the year for most of this season. And then, you know, steadily Nick Bosa has come out, and I think he's the clear front runner as it stands right now. But those guys are going to be wrecking havoc, and I think both quarterbacks are going to be under a lot of pressure. So, uh, look, I, I think Nick Bosa gets over the three-and-a-half tackles and assists. He got five uh, total tackles last week. He's just a monster at home. So I, I like those two props, obviously, with someone like Ayuk. You know you know he's going to get open. I like his yards. And I love George Kittle. George Kittle, for some reason, they keep putting his prop line at three-and-a-half receptions. And, yes, he didn't hit that last week. But he's been one of Purdy's favorite targets since Purdy became the starter. I always say I don't know what they were feeding them out there in Iowa, but it's got some kind of strong corn connection here. And and George Kittle's just been having a hell of a season uh, ever since Purdy started. So I like I like him as well. And then for for Dallas props, um, why am I blanking on his name right now? Your tight end. Um, Dalton Schultz. Oh, Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Dalton you know what's Schultz. funny? First of all. What's funny, Katie, yeah. before you go on your Dalton Schultz rant, is I blanked on Dalton Schultz's name today as well, and the host on <laughs> Rochester had to remind me of his name. So happens to uh, us well, all. Yes. Well, one, I'm just big on tight ends in general. And Dalton Schultz is the only thing that cashed for me last week. I took him for an anytime touchdown. I like him for an anytime touchdown here as well. It's not that I don't think that Dallas is going to score at all. And Dalton Schultz has really become one of Dak Prescott's favorite targets, especially in the uh, in the red zone. So I like him for an anytime touchdown. That's at one, plus 195. I like that a lot. So, all right, you have San Francisco winning the Super Bowl. So you have them beating Dallas. Who are they going to play next week in the NFC title game? The Giants are seven and a half point dogs. Eagles, seven and a half point favorite. Seems easy just to take Philadelphia. Any chance we see an upset uh, coming up on tomorrow? Yes, I think so. Well, first of all, give me the seven and a half yeah. with the Giants all day long. And I actually think the G-Men can win this game outright. Because in case you guys haven't heard, New York has been covering machines and they've been winning outright as dogs. 14 and four against the spread, including the playoffs. Eight and one against the spread on the road. The Eagles lost four straight as playoff favorites and have failed to cover in their last five games in January. Jalen Hurts, yeah, he's not listed on the injury report, but he's still not 100%. So I'm going with the hungry dogs on this one. You know, they say hungry dogs run faster. And Brian Dable is a dog. And I just think that Jalen Hurts, is not going to be 100%. I actually took him under his rush attempt. That's at eight and a half. Now, he does normally go over this, right, when he's healthy, about 11 per game. But they didn't really have any design runs for him in week 18. Yes, he had nine attempts. But in the last game, which I believe was the uh, week 14, he only had seven. I think they're going to want to protect him because – if he's going to play the 49ers in the NFC Championship game, they're going to need a healthy Jalen Hurts. So if this game does get out of hand, I don't think they're going to be running him a lot. But I, I do think that the Giants are definitely going to cover and have a chance to squeak out a win. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I, I think they're live in that game. Uh, anything you like in the two and the other ones? You got the uh, Chiefs and Jags, obviously, and then the Bills and the Bengals. Any plays or leans for you? Or are you staying away from those games? I'm, I'm going to take the 
over, I believe it's at 49 now for the Bills and the Bengals. Look, both of these offenses rank top seven in total passing offense. In fact, the Bengals have thrown for 36 touchdowns this season. That's the second most in the NFL. You know, Buffalo averaged about 28 points per game this season. However, that number increased to 31 in their last five games. And everyone thought that the under was a lock in the wild card round versus Miami. And the Bills allowed 31 points from the fence. And look, Joe Burrow is more than ready to capitalize on Josh Allen's turnover issues and turn this game into a shootout. So give me the over. I lean Bengals plus the five and a half, but I don't know. I'm a big Josh Allen believer, and I've got a futures ticket actually on the uh, Buffalo Bills. This is before, of course, when I thought Trey Lance was going to be the 49ers quarterback this year, and I wasn't all that hopeful about it. Um, so I'm, I'm rooting for that, but you just don't know what Josh Allen you're going to get. Are you going to get the Josh Allen that's going to have a crazy game? Or are you going to get the Josh Allen that you know, turns the ball over three times? They're not going to get away with that uh, with the Bengals here. So I lean Bengals plus the five and a half. I'm hopeful that the Bills win this game, but I really like the over there. Katie, thanks so much. We know you're busy. You're all over the place. Sports line, CBS Sports HQ. So uh, go get some rest. Try to enjoy the weekend and uh, stop talking about football games for a little bit. Have some wine, maybe. <laughs> Hold up, we them boys. Watch uh, That 90s Show on Netflix. That's what I'm watching tonight. Thanks so much. That's Katie Mox. You can check her out. She's on Twitter at Katie Mox. Trista, St. John's is beating Villanova 32-28 right now. I know. I saw that. How concerned should we be with Villanova? Give us a call. 1-800-BET-MGM tonight. Trista's taking calls until 11 o'clock. When we come back, I'm giving you all my football picks, all my props, all my parlays. Then I'm out of here. I'm actually going to a party down the street tonight with some of the Washington Wizards. Yeah, me, KP, Denny, and Beal. We're all going out tonight. We got bottle service here in the beautiful. I did not know that. I did not know that. District of Columbia, number one sports town on the planet, number one party town. Food open, bars open all night long. I can't go anywhere without seeing a Wizards jersey, a Nationals jersey. It's getting crazy. Yeah, out people here. are getting so crazy. People they are love always their like, sports. people are always like Boston, great sports town, New York, Chicago, and I'm like, you ever been to DC? You ever been to a Capitals game? I o- have Ovechkin, not. Ovechkin, baby, Ovechkin.